the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Jim, we lost Jim, and Jim was asking about uh, a new truck, and he was talking about a half-ton truck, a four-door, and a four-wheel drive. And we were getting ready to talk about Dodges and Fords and Chevys. But I'll just touch on each one of them real quick. Jim, it's important to know that um, you need to test drive all of these vehicles so that you can find the one that fits you the best because the interiors and the different levels of interiors and the creature comforts, some of them are very sophisticated with all kinds of USB ports and inverters on the 110 connections on the dashboard, and others of them are just basic uh, fundamental trucks without all the frills and without all the electronics and without all the Wi-Fi and without all the access to the Internet and all that other stuff. So there's lots of differences there. But if you're going to buy a gas motor, just always get the biggest gas motor you can buy. You never go wrong with getting the biggest gas motor, especially if you're going to sell it in the next 5 or 10 years. The biggest gas motor is the best. The EcoBoost, which is that that turbocharged um, high-performance engine from Ford, there's nothing wrong with that truck. The problem is, is with when you start turbocharging stuff, um, aluminum melts at 1100, and sometimes I see exhaust gas temperature on my Dodge Cummins at 13 and 1400 degrees. So, because I know where I'm measuring the exhaust, and because I know that I'm kind of safe there, I don't let it sit there at 1300 or 14 for very long at all. I don't want to start melting pistons and cost myself $10,000 engine. So you can't tow with a vehicle that's got a, unless it's a diesel, and a diesel is a different animal. So that uh, that that uh, that high-performance uh, Ford truck is a good truck, but I wouldn't be pulling anything with it. If you're going to get a diesel, then the Duramax on the GM side and the 6.7-liter Cummins on the Dodge side is by far head and shoulders above all the other players in that field. All righty, I want to tell you real quick, uh, and then we're going to go to Stuart, but tell you real quick about Kurtz Auto Repair and why Kurtz Auto Repair is special to me, and that's because he's at I-17 in Bell, northeast corner. He recently won the Better Business Bureau 2015 Ethics Award for his category of business, which was small. Kurtz is a very honest guy. He has a great family. A lot of his family works at the shop. His wife delivers baked goods to your house to say thank you on your first visit or after your first visit. He has a tremendous auto, re- or auto repair shop, and he works on both domestics and foreign, both gas and diesel. His certificate, his ASEs, his technicians are ASE certified. I don't know why that looked backwards to me, which means your vehicle is going to be diagnosed and repaired by well-trained and certified professionals. Kurtz Auto Repair again is at I-17 in Bell. He's a good guy. All righty. Stuart, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? 
Good morning. Um, I have a 2004 Ford Expedition, your favorite brand, um, and my blinkers are temperamental. They work sometimes and they don't work sometimes. And when you apply left turn signal or right turn signal and they don't work, do we have a green light on the dash and it just doesn't flash? Yes, yes. Okay. Um, when that happens, I want you to um, just hit your hazard button and see what happens. Now okay. we're going to use, we're probably going to use two different flashers on your expedition. We could use one, but I'm betting we use two. So we have yes. one for turn signals and one for hazard. If you have no blink but you got green lights, that means that you've asked for turn signals and it's ask and it's sending a signal to the flasher and sending power to the flasher and saying to the flasher, you blink the, the lights for me and nothing's happened. If you don't have the green arrow on your dash when you ask for left turn or ask for right turn, then almost always the turn signal switch assembly is defective, which involves removal of the steering column or the, uh, the steering wheel and, and some of the column. It's not Ooh. a difficult repair. So now if, if, if you turn on your hazards and listen, you can find the flasher by touching. So you get around the electrical panel underneath the dash and you just kind of move your hand around until you feel the flasher. It's the same way with the turn signal. The turn signal, you're going to go to one of the fuse panels and those are identified in your owner's manual and they'll be on the kick panel on the right, kick panel on the left or underneath the dash or in the glove box, one of the four places. And there'll be a flasher in there. You can then stop by an auto parts store, pull the flasher out. It's going to have two prongs. It's going to be round, and it's going to look like the size of a quarter. And you go inside and get another one and plug it in and see if that helps you. I probably replace two or three flashers a year out of 10,000 cars a year. So the odds are not great that it's a flasher, but they're certainly it's certainly a possibility. What flasher? You mean you mean the you mean the fuse or the bulb? No, the, there's a flasher that plugs into the electrical panel. Uh, where your fuses are at, and that flasher, when you when you, when it's actually when your turn signals are working, you're going to be able to touch it, and you're going to feel the click 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 uh, click click. Okay. And that might be going bad. Yeah, because you said you had green lights, but they wouldn't flash. Right. And the and the difference there is is we're sending the signal to the left front tail light, to the left rear tail light, and to the dash light, but it ain't flashing. And the flashers, that's the job of the flasher. And, and and that would that that would account, and that can can that be kind of a hot cold thing where it's yes. been happening on and off for years. I, I think this has happened before. Usually, I just the bulbs sometimes go bad, but then I replace the bulbs, and then it'll happen again, and it's not the bulb. Okay, so. now sometimes it won't flash on the side where there's a bad bulb, and how you determine if there's a bad bulb is turn your hazards on and walk around the car. Okay. Everything that's lit on one side better be lit on the other. It's so, not the bulb this time. Okay, so if you if you because it's the same circuit, it's just a different flasher. So we go to hazard, walk around the car, make sure that all the parking lights, all the marker lights are flashing appropriately, and and we compare left front to right front and left rear to left to right rear, and we just make sure if there's three bulbs in the back burning on the right side, there better be three bulbs flashing on the on the driver's side. That's how it works. Okay. That's fantastic. Thank okay. you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Chris, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning, Chris? Hey, Mark. Good morning. I've good. got a 2004 Monte Carlo with a uh, 3.8 supercharged engine. Okay. And the, uh, the, the car runs fine, uh, but on the message center on the dash, the service vehicle soon light 
will not go out. Okay. It's, it's not it's not the check engine light, but it's in that diagnostic message center. Uh, they'll kind of you know it tells you like your doors open, trunks open, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, car runs fine. Uh, Are you in the yeah. car right now? Yes, I am. Okay. Um, is it engine running? Yes. Okay, turn it off. Okay. Um, turn the the key to the on position and pump the throttle to the floor five times. One, two, three, four, five. Turn off the key. Turn the key back on. Start the car. Is the light off? Are you there? Yes, light on. Okay, so the, is did you have to start the engine and it, it still came on? Yes. Okay, so it's service engine soon. So it's an SES light. No, no, it says service vehicle soon. Okay. There's there's a hundred and fifty different ways to turn off a maintenance light, and I'm I'm still unclear whether this is a maintenance light or a warning light, but I do know it's yellow. Is that right? Yellow or orange? Yep, that's okay. correct. And like I say, Mark, it's not it's not the check engine light. It's strictly in this. Uh, it's called a message center on this Inf car. Information panel. Yeah, yeah. yeah message exactly. center. Yeah. Okay. In your owner's manual, um, there's going to be a process, and I think this is what you're up against. There's going to be a process to reset that light when you do an oil change. Um, but there's so many different processes, it's unbelievable. And and chances of you finding it in the first five minutes of looking are pretty slim and none. Yeah. But just get into the index, do oil change, and then go to the dash lights or go to the instrument panel, and it'll identify the light, and then it'll say service vehicle soon, SVS light. And then it'll say go to page 61, and then you'll go to page 61, and it'll send you to page 112. But there's going to be a procedure that talks about what that message is, and it's going to talk about how to get rid of it. And has it been there throughout the last four or five oil changes? Uh. No, actually, it's, uh, well, I'd say uh, two oil changes. Uh, I don't know whether this is just coincidence or not, but uh, GM had a, a warranty thing for the, you know, the ignition where it had, like, too many keys on uh -huh. your keychain thing. Yep. After uh, I went into the dealership and they did that, that's when this problem started. And, uh, you know, I asked them if they did any kind of update to the software or anything like that. They said no. Uh, like I say, I don't know whether that's, you know, just coincidence or not, but that's, okay. that's when this problem started. All right. We'll know once we figure out what turns the light off. Okay. So we'll know. If this, um, there is, there, they are, some dealers are updating cars without permission, and they're doing it arbitrarily. Um, These technicians are being spiffed for that. So there's motivation to update it. It doesn't take very long. We just, you know, plug your car into the cloud and push a button, and and it it's not that easy. I mean, you have to put, enter the VIN and you have to talk and all that other kind of stuff. There's a lot of work to it, but in in the real sense of the of the word, it's no different than upgrading your computer or your antivirus on your computer. So, but but get into the owner's manual and figure out where it is. Do you have an owner's manual for this? I do. Okay. All right. I was going to send you to a website if you didn't, but, and and in, I would appreciate it if you would send me an email, Mark, at MarkSalem.com, and tell me what you find. 
because I don't know what this is. I know I could find it, and I know I could fix it, but I'm just wondering what a service vehicle soon is, and if that's a maintenance reminder, is it tied to transmission service, cooling system flush, or an oil change? What's that maintenance reminder tied to? That's really what I want to know. Okay, and that's Mark at MarkSalem.com? Yes, sir. And Mark is oh. with a K, and Salem is like the cigarette, S-A-L-E-M. Yes, it is. Okay. okay. All right, thanks, Mark. Thank you. You betcha. You. All right, we're going to take a break, and Jeannie, you're going to be my next caller, so you hang on because the break will be short. It's like two or three minutes. And when we come back, we'll take Jeannie, and we'll take anybody else at 602-508-0960. Jeremy, can I come early, too? Can I go out early? <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go out early so that we can get Jeannie on a little early because I can't really get her in 41 seconds. So I'm Mark Salem. This is 960 The Patriot KKNT every Saturday between 10 and noon. We're here talking about your car problems. We'll be right back. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. This is the worry I've had since September 12th, 2001. I kid you not, I've talked and written about it since September 12th, 2001. Does this country and does this culture have what it takes, have the stuff to do what it needs to do to fight the kind of war that's been thrust upon us, to have the kind of victory we need to have to end it? Weekdays from 10 to midnight on 960 The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Dennis here to welcome back one of my favorite sponsors, Duxiana, and the world-renowned Duxbed. As far as I'm concerned, the greatest bed on earth. It's the only one I've been sleeping on for over a decade. You've heard me talk about how much I've enjoyed the duck's bed. This holiday season, treat yourself or a loved one to the ultimate gift, an ongoing, long-lasting, great night's sleep, where you spend one-third of your life influences your well-being for the other two-thirds. Believe me, sleeping in a duck's bed is a wonderful, life-changing experience. Visit Duxiana in Scottsdale at the Seville, northeast corner of Indian Bend Road and Scottsdale Road, and experience for yourself the amazing benefits of the duck's bed. Or call 480-991-9800, 480-991-9800, or go to duxiana.com. That's D-U-X-I-A-N-A.com. It's not just a bed, it's a duck's bed. 480-991-9800. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking to know what's up on the Dennis Prager Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. 
the Patriot. Welcome back, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and Chris, I just happened to use my iPhone because the kids taught me how to use it, and I went in and I Googled service, um, vehicle, um, uh, warning light or service engine light or uh, service vehicle light, I think is what you said. Uh, And anyway, it says, the service vehicle soon SVS warning light is a vehicle monitoring system that tracks all the chassis control systems. It's usually contained in the instrument panel. The service vehicle soon light comes on when there is a fault condition in the area of the vehicle chassis system such as ABS, traction control, electronic suspension, or the brake hydraulic system. So the vehicle the service vehicle soon monitoring system also serves as a backup in case the warning lights for the primary vehicle chassis systems don't shine. So it is kind of a check engine light, but it's with respect to ABS, traction control, electronic suspension, or the hydraulic system. I would probably check the brake fluid and make sure that the brake fluid in the master cylinder is above the low mark. That would be the most obvious thing and probably the thing that we see the most of. So take a look at that and see what happens. Uh, Real quick, Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa has been on our list for many, many years, and that's because they've been around for many years, since 1970. uh, Brian and and his wife Thelma are people that you can look at and talk to for just a minute or two and know that they're trustworthy, they're honest, and they're really going to do their very best to fix your car for the least amount of money, the quickest amount of time, and to do a very good job and make it last for a very long time. Thompson's Auto Repair has ASE certified technicians. They provide the highest level of automotive service, followed up with friendly reminders that let you know when your vehicle is due for service or may be due for service. So it's not really hard. It's very easy, very convenient to keep your vehicle in tip-top shapes with Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. And they're on Main Street, just east of Stapley on the south side of the road. Main Street, just east of Stapley on the south side of the road. Jeannie, good morning to you. How can I help you this morning? Good morning. Good morning. Um, my question is, I have a 2004 Buick LeSabre that I recently purchased from a gentleman who kept it stored in a garage. Okay. And when I took it to the dealership because it needed a new battery, they recommended that I get all new tires on the vehicle. Uh, okay. The tires, the tread is perfect on them. I mean, they're really good, except on the sidewall, they have all these little spider web cracks. Okay. So, Are you close to the tire? Uh, Okay, Um, I want you to walk outside and right where the tire meets the wheel, I want you to scan 360 degrees and see if you see the word DOT on there. DOT. Yes. Okay, at the end of that DOT string, there's kind of an oval with four numbers in that oval. Do you see that? Yes. What are the four numbers? H-N-C-7. Okay. Now, right next to that, to the right of that, do you see another kind of an oval where there's four numbers embedded? Yes. What are those? Uh, M-6-W-X. Okay. Just keep going to the right. Just keep going to the right. And at the very end of that whole string, I'm looking for numbers. I'd like to see 14, 15, or 08... 11, or something like that, at the very end of that DOT string. 
it looks like um, it's four numbers, and it looks like it's 06 at the end. Okay. Okay. Can you tell what the first two numbers are kind of close? Three zero and then zero six. Perfect. Those tires were made in the 30th week of 06, so they'll be 10 years old next year. And the 30th week, obviously, is somewhere around the fourth month. So those are those are old tires. Okay. Um, are are you going to drive this to work and back, or are you going to be on the freeway? What kind of use are you going to use this car for? Uh, it does go on the freeway and to and from work. Okay. Um, I'm going to agree with the dealer that you are best served, and I'm concerned 100% about your safety. I'm, I'm You are best served to have these tires removed. I do not agree that the spider webs on the side of the tire is the is the big uh, pusher. Um, these tires are going to be 10 years old in 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 probably 40 weeks, and statistically, they um, they are well worn out, and and I don't care about the tread, and and they are dangerous, and I want you to know, and I know this to be a fact, my shop we won't even touch a tire that's 10 years old. We won't mount it. We won't balance it. We won't even air it up. We are that scared of 10-year-old passenger car tires. Discount Tire has the same policy. Actually, I copied their policy because they're being sued by people with 10-year-old tires that have the tire go bad and then they blame Discount for not telling them that. So I have adopted Discount's policy that we won't touch a 10-year-old tire because the odds of this causing you significant heartburn and perhaps injury or death are huge. So I agree. The weather checking is a whole different issue, Jeannie. Um, you can get 10 experts, 10 tire experts, and I am one of them, um, and get us to look at a tire, and half of us are going to say, yes, we let our mother go to St. Louis in that car, and half of us wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but the real proof of the pudding is, is all 10 of us would agree that your 10-year-old tires need to be replaced. You are best suited for that. What's unusual is the car's an 04, and the tires that were put on it were probably made in 03, so this these tires were put on if they were made in 06 they were probably put on in 07 because it takes about six months to a year for the tire to get from the factory to a car so there's our we we lose an, a year in the front side of it so in your particular case these were probably put on sometime in seven but they're 06 and that doesn't make any difference i agree i think you should there's you should get the size of the tire written right on the side it'll start with p and it'll say like p21575 r15 or something like that and you can call discount tire you can call fletchers you can call tire stores all over town and ask them what brand tires ask them what the tread wear number is and that number the higher the number the better the tire so a 300 tires good but a 600 tires better Okay. So there's a tread wear number on there. And then there's a traction number, and it's A, B, and C. And I want you to have an A or a B. And no, I want you to have a, a traction, B or a C. I want you to have a B traction, somewhere around a B. Okay. And, and then um, temperature, I have to have an A. You have to have an A. Temperature in Arizona is an important consideration. So the tread wear is a number that gives you how long it'll last under ideal conditions. Then traction is an A, B, or C. And A is a very aggressive mud and snow tire, so I don't really need that. And then A, B, and C tre uh, temperature 
its ability to to handle temperature A is much better than B and and better than C. So those are the, the the parameters I think you should look for. And I and you can do your shopping at home. How much do I have to write my check for before I leave home for four tires mounted and balanced? Okay. Okay. Good luck to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. Jeremy, anybody on them? Uh, and we're two minutes away from this break, but we're going to come back. We're going to be here till noon. So we have time, plenty of time for you to call in. So if you have a car question, then uh, give us a call. And Chris, I hope you heard me when I said your vehicle, uh, service vehicle soon light is uh, related to suspension or braking or traction control or ABS or something like that. And, and that light typically is just indication that we've shut that system down. So if it's related to the ABS, it's because we've shut the system, the ABS system down and you now have conventional brakes. And you could actually test that yourself by going 20 or 30 miles an hour and jamming on the brakes. And if the tire's locked up and the car skidded to a stop, then the ABS system would obviously be down at that point. And, and all the other things. But just Google service vehicles soon. And you could throw in Monte Carlo if you want. And it'll go through that thing for you. All righty. Anybody else? Again, 602-508-0960. One of the big questions that I get a lot is, is, with 11 million airbag or 19 million exploding airbags out there, sh should I disable my airbag when I'm driving around town? And that's a very touchy subject. It's a very risky subject. But first, let me tell you unequivocally that there's only been 124 fatalities in 19 possible million, 19 million exploding airbags. So let's start off with the odds of you having one of those exploding airbags are pretty doggone slim. A actually, the odds of you being killed by one of those exploding airbags are pretty doggone slim. Because right now we only have 124 fatalities related to the exploding airbags. Then we also, when we disable the airbag system, we also disable the side airbags and the seatbelt tensioners, and that creates problems all on its own. So if you want to talk about that, give us a call, 602-508-0960. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair. The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. 
Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasseric paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Hi folks, Alan Thick here. You know, some things in life are just too serious to take chances on, and owing money to the IRS is definitely one of those. The IRS has the power to garnish your paycheck, they can levy your bank account, even take your home or business. Seriously. Thankfully, with one simple call, you can start solving your tax debt once and for all. Optima Tax Relief is the leading tax resolution firm in the nation. They have over 250 professionals, they have an A rating with the Better Business Bureau, and the trust of thousands of satisfied clients. Optimus attorneys can immediately protect you from aggressive collections because they are experts in the Fresh Start initiative. That's a special IRS debt forgiveness program that could save you thousands. Don't wait till it's too late. Get serious. Call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Welcome back to the dog show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, tail-wagging, backyard-hanging, and, of course, companionship. And what breed would you say Satchmo is? I'd have to go with maybe a lavish terrier hound chihuahua-looking kind of mix. Tremendous dog. Mm, I'd also like to point out Satchmo's coloring, a white, gray, brown, black brindle, simply marvelous. You know, it's such a treat to watch a dog like this. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive. And now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance, so common with this group. And finally, the loving face lick. It's great how he just gets in there and, well, licks. Fantastic. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Hey everybody, Mark Salem here, 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock on November 21st, 2015. We just talked to Jeannie a minute ago who had uh, been told on a car that she had just recently purchased, which was an 04 Buick LeSabre, that the tires needed to be replaced because of all the web cracking or cracking on the side of the tire. Folks, I'm not sold on that idea. I asked her to look at the tire, and she grace, gracefully did, and told me the tire had a number that means something to me, which is 3006, which means that tire was made in the 30th week of 06. So that tire's going to be January, February, March, April. In April, that tire's going to be 10 years old. So you, you run into a problem with a tire 10 years old, and, and I, I'm at the point 
my shop won't even touch a tire that's 10 years old. We don't want the liability. We're not going to rotate it. We're not going to physically touch it. We're going to tell you you have tires that need to be replaced. We're going to give you a number. We're not going to high pressure you, but we're going to tell you it's a safety issue. And unfortunately, that's the truth. So I'm not real sold on I can look at a tire, and especially because most of the time that the person looking at the tire doesn't even have any gray hair, and he hasn't been in our industry very long at all. And for him to tell you that you have a tire that's bad that puts your family and your life in jeopardy is just concerning. I want to tell you that I don't think, and I'm a gray-haired guy, been around a long time, and I am a tire expert in the maintenance field, I don't think I'm capable of telling you when you're tired unless I look at the born-on date, and that's the important part. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Tom, who owns Action Auto Repair at I-17 in Deer Valley. He's on the northwest corner. He's a full-service, family-owned, operated auto repair shop that served the Deer Valley and the North Phoenix area since 1983. Whatever your repair needs, visit Tom and his staff for quality workmanship, excellent customer service, and a fast turnaround time. Their technicians are ASE Master Certified, and they get the job done right. That means they're going to diagnose it right, fix it right, test drive it to make sure that, the, that they fixed it, and this wasn't a guess. That's what Master Certified Technicians do. They want to help you, Action Auto Repair, as vehicle owners, to understand what they're doing and why, so that you can make informed decisions, and they'll make sure you're in that verbal loop. Action Auto Repair, again, is I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. Dan, good morning to you. How can I help you? Hi, Dan. Hello, Dan. Okay, and let's let's go to Blaine. Blaine, good morning. How can I help you? Morning, Mark. I have a question about an oil change. I got about it's a '98 Buick. I have about 1,500 miles on it on the oil, but it's been in there 15 months. Yeah, you're out of my comfort range, and I know that it's out of your comfort range as well because you're calling me. <laughs> um, let me ask you a question. Do you have any, at 15 months, is this car going 15, 15 to 20, or, yeah, 1,500 to 2,000 miles a year maybe? Yeah, it goes seven miles a week. Seven times 52 is 3,500. I would use a semi-synthetic. I'd change the oil every April, and I would go one year at a time. That's how I would handle it. So a semi-synthetic, a name brand, something name brand, you know, Kendall, Phillips, Valvoline, um, Delco, Motocraft, something like that. And a semi-synthetic is half synthetic. Well, it's it. they won't really tell us what the percentage is, but it does extend your oils, your oil change interval from 5 to 7. So you could get by with a conventional oil because you're at about 3,500, and you can run conventional oil 3 to 5. So you could use a conventional oil, change it in every April, but I want you to change the oil at the beginning of the summer so that you go, so that you can go through this summer with fresh oil. And actually, you're going to go through the winter with pretty fresh oil as well. So once a year, that's all I need to see you, conventional or semi-synthetic, and I'll do your oil change every 3,000 miles or so. Okay, so if I change it now, do I change it again in April? Let me see. No. You know what you could do? You could do this. Um, you could change it now and do it a year from now. And basically, instead of changing it at the first of summer, you're going to change it at the first of winter. So you're going to go through the winter with fresh oil. Because those are the two the two seasons we have to worry about. Spring and fall is is kind of a, a you know a stepchild kind of season. So no, if you're going to do it now, then just do it this time every year um, and do it before the before the winter. You'll be fine. 
Thank All right, you, good Mark. enough. Thank you. Dan, welcome back. How can I help you today? Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Good. Uh, I'm kind of new to the valley. I have a uh, 2005 Chevy Silverado short bed. It's got a 4.3 liter V6. And my service uh, airbag uh, warning light is coming on the message center. Okay. I'm curious as to what that might be. and uh, How many miles are on the truck? Uh, it's got about 76,000. Okay. The, 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 the airbag light says, I see a problem in the airbag system, so I have shut the airbag system down. You can still drive the car, but you're not going to be protected by any airbags coming, you know, head airbags, side airbags, front airbags. The system is down. The, the stereotypical problem is that the clock spring underneath the steering wheel is bad and we have to maintain a connection between a spinning steering wheel and the steering column if that makes sense and okay. that clock spring is the number one the, the 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 most predominant thing so you take it into a car repair shop they plug in a computer they talk to your car the car says this is what i got and they run a couple of tests and they say yep the clock spring's bad or this connection at the front of the bumper you hit something with the front of the bumper and knock this connection off or this seat belt it came unplugged, or somebody in the back seat broke the wire to the seat belt mechanism. All of those are things that do happen, but the most common thing you're likely to hear is that the clock spring is bad, and that repair is probably going to be somewhere in the vicinity on the low side of 200 upwards to 350. Just depends on if you got tilt and cruise and what else you got in the steering wheel. Yeah, I don't have anything pretty basic truck. Okay. All right, well, that's what I think it is, okay? Okay, second question, uh, good repair shop on the uh, east side of the valley. I uh, live in San Pan Valley right now. Okay, then Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on May Main Street and Stapley is good. And then um, that's, kind of north and, that's kind of north of you and a little west for you. That's okay. I don't have anybody out in San Pan Valley, but that's close enough. I mean, that's as close as I can get. I'm sorry, but that's as close as I can get. Thanks so much. Okay, thank you very much. We'll be back right after this. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. 
You put a seed in the ground and voila, a beautiful shade tree. Grow a few seeds. Just look at those bright pink and purple flowers. Hey, wait a minute. Landscaping in Arizona isn't that easy. I seem to kill almost everything I plant. Then you need to watch Step Outside on Cox Channel 7. Step Outside? Step Outside. It's Arizona's only show where you can watch a local landscaping expert create amazing yards and patios, all with plants that will grow in Arizona. Step Outside on Cox Channel 7. What a relief. You have no idea how much money I've wasted on plants that just keep dying. Thanks for telling me. You're entirely welcome. Don't forget, for landscaping ideas and advice unique to Arizona's climate, watch Step Outside every Sunday night at 8 on Cox Channel 7 or watch anytime on Cox7.com. Now for that sprinkler system. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria. And at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Become a fan of 960 The Patriot on Facebook or follow us on Twitter today. Just go to 960thepatriot.com for more information. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. Welcome back, everybody. 45 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Real quick, let me just give you an idea of the recalls and the size of the recalls. Right now, the big dog is the Takata exploding airbags. 19 million cars are under recall. 19 million cars. There's 11 million Fiat Chrysler cars and trucks under recall right now. There's 11 million Volkswagen cars out there with software that cheat the emissions. And so we have 19 exploding airbags, 19 million, 11 million Ford Fiat Chrysler. We have 11 million Volkswagen. The Toyota unintended acceleration was 8.1. And I want to tell you, I only saw one stuck throttle in my entire life, and that was the young lady that died in uh, Payson. And that was a Ford. As a matter of fact, it had nothing to do with Toyota. I never saw a documented, I never heard about a documented Toyota unintended acceleration. It's true that the floor mats were a problem. Um, and I saw one or two of those that, that, that I think were well supported by the, by the evidence. 
but there was a whole lot of people driving around telling everybody their throttle was stuck and the computer said that the throttle was varying with their foot and so obviously that that kind of tells you all you need and then we've got the Hyundai Kia at 1 million and the GM ignition switch defect at 2.6 million so there's a wide range there between 11 million or actually 19 million and 1 million and those are the recalls out there and even on the GM ignition switch issue um, the, and they call that 2.6 million there's 124 fatalities so your odds are, are just not that great you probably have better odds playing the, the lottery and winning the big one let's go to the uh, phones talk to Phil Phil good morning to you how can I help you good morning thank you Mark for your show even us novice gearheads get some good information thank you. you mentioned Payson and a while back you mentioned a repair shop and Payson that you recommended yes yes what um, is it there's one on Arrow Street on the left-hand side. As you come into Payson on 87, you turn left on Arrow Street, and you go down. There's one on the left, and then there's a tire store on the right. I like both of those people. I know them, and I like them. Unfortunately, I can't think of the name of their shops right now. Oh, really? Okay. Well, you know, if you think of it, mention it. Well, can, I'll tell you what. If you'll send me an email, I'll give you the names of both of them because I just don't have that map in front of me. Right. Right. Okay. So, we all, uh, again, appreciate your show and okay. quality and action are great places. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Phil. And patient shops, I'll put that down for Phil. Herman, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good show. Thank you. Um, I've got a 2002 Grand Caravan. I put about 2,000 miles a year on it because you know, I just used it for a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, one morning the fan was running <laughs> and so uh, besides discharging the battery way it was one good thing so um, rather than get a bunch of diagnosis I put a new relay in and it seemed to be okay but then um, it did it again and uh, finally put in a, a manual switch Okay. Secured the whole thing, um, but I get a 1491 code, which is the uh, fan relay, <laughs> and so because the check engine light is on, it won't pass emissions. Right. And I wanted to do a dyno test. And, oh no, it's OBD, so you got to do OBD. That's right. And uh, I guess I don't know what my options are. You only have one. You have to fix the code, and the code's going to fix the fan. And, uh, I mean, you, you, you've you already spent more money guessing than most shops would have charged you to tell you what was wrong with the cooling fans. Because the, the cooling fans have sensors, and the sensor talks to the relay, and then the relay right. turns on the fan. So, right. there, and then there's your, your caravan, which is, what, 13 years old, um, it could have a timer in it as well. And it's just a matter of, I mean, this 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 isn't hard stuff. This is on a one to ten scale. Finding out why those fans were staying on is probably a four. Oh, but so a, I'm thinking your diagnostic thing. time is going to be somewhere between seventy-five and one hundred and twenty-five dollars. I'm guessing, and then there's a good chance that there's going to be a part involved and a, an insignificant amount of labor to plug something in or to replace a part. 
So you're going to have three parts of a repair bill, the diagnostic part, then the part, and then or the diagnostic labor, then the part, then the labor to replace the part. And I, and I think, you know, on the diagnostic side, 75 to 125 is probably what you're going to see. But you're going to have to fix the fans, and, and then you're going to have to drive it for four or five days to reset all the monitors, and the check engine light cannot come on except for the initial bulb check when you turn the key on. And after you drive four or five days afterwards, after it's fixed and the check engine light has been off, then the monitors will be reset, and then you can go through emissions. So that's how it's going to work. All righty. Okay, thank you. You bet. Harry, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. How are you today? Good, good. Hey, uh, you were talking about tires and the ID codes on uh, on the tires, you know, for uh, date of uh, manufacture or whatever. I've noticed the last, oh gosh, two or three times I bought tires, uh, you know, you buy your tires, they give you all the paperwork, and usually there's a card in there with all the, uh, like the serial numbers of the, of the tires that you bought. Right. And... Uh, I'd be willing to bet that over half the people that get that, they throw it in the glove box and they never mail it into the manufacturer. Right. Because my understanding that card is uh, goes into the manufacturer, and if they have any problems or whatever with the with the tires, they're going to notify you. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. Why don't the uh, dealers that put your tires on? Why don't they just mail that in? They have all the information. They have your name. They have your address. They have everything. So they seem to be too. Well, let me look at it from a business point of view. There is so much privacy issues right now, just so many privacy issues right now. I'm not comfortable telling my staff, gather the personal data from our customers, put it on this card, put it on this card that may or may not come with a stamp, and then put the tire data on there and mail it in. Now, the card's going to mail in, and it's, it's open to anybody who sees that card. So if mail is stolen, then somebody has name, address, car, VIN, tire VIN, all that kind of stuff. It's just an issue where I think most shop owners don't want that to come back and bite them. And and there's a lot of people that have privacy issues. I'm having a tough time. Harry, hell, I'm having a tough time getting them, getting new customers to give me their addresses. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, you know, uh, you know, you sell uh, Yokohama tires, and uh, you know, it's one of your main ones. And, uh, Toyo, Toyo, Toyo. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Toyo. Um, and you know, you get the name, you get the address, because if they come back in for some sort of warranty issue on the tire, I mean, it's gonna, you're gonna punch it up on your computer, and it's gonna say Joe Blow it whatever such street it's, it's already in your system it's not a deal where it's found i understand you're saying no that, uh, no no you're i can't track back a, a recall notice because well, i understand I, that but it, i mean if they come back in for you know a tire that's uh, starting to separate or whatever and it's still under warranty you're gonna you know punch it up to see when they bought it yep and, uh, you yep. know and it's gonna have you know their name and address right on there no, you're right. I'm going to pull the work order to verify that they bought it right. from me, and then my work order is going to have all their information. And on this date at this time, we sold you these tires, and then from that point, I'm going to adjust it based on treadwear. You're right, you're right about all that. It's just a privacy issue, and and I want to tell you something else. I don't remember ever having a customer walk in and hand me that card. Now well, there was a time in the '70s, starting from about 1979 to probably about the early, the mid '80s, probably '88. I would have done those cards myself. 
So I sold a lot of tires between 79 and 88. But in 19, well, the late part of 80s, the early part of 90s, I quit doing that. And because of the privacy issues and because of computers, most most anything else. You know, the other day somebody, I called somebody and left a message, and they Googled my phone number, and it told them that was Mark Salem's cell phone. <laughs> so they called me back. <laughs> they tracked you down. And I, and I was really kind of disappointed that my cell phone was on the Internet, but then there's nothing I can do about it. And somebody has tied my name to my cell phone, and I would prefer that they didn't. I think it was my wife, Harry. <laughs> but anyway, I, I understand Renee, your getting point. Even. She's getting even. Oh, you know what? Getting even is something I'm really better at than she is. <laughs> so yeah, anyway, we're deceptive. Women are a little bit more deceptive. No, that's true. That's true. Well, right. well, I, I understand the privacy. Usually, when I get that type of card, I'll write down the uh, address, put it in an envelope, and then send it that way instead of having an open face card going you, through the mail. That's the best way. That's the best way. But You're I just kind of because I found some. Uh, you know, I, ch- I changed tires here uh, oh, a year or so ago, and I still had the Costco uh, information in my glove box. And I'm thinking, wow. Uh, and I did mail the card in. But I'm thinking, gosh, you know, I'll bet there's a lot of people that don't do that. Yeah. No, I tell you what, there's even more people, Harry, that don't even write down the cards. And and in in reality, um, there's, there's so few tire recalls um, of any significance that that that's a whole big paper trail that um, isn't isn't utilized. I I would venture, not one percent of the tires I've sold in Unless my you life. Go to trailer tires. And, and yeah, different different animal, different animal. Okay, Thanks Harry. Thank you, buddy. Uh-huh. Thank you. And Frank, you're up next. How can I help you? Hello. Hey. Yeah, I live in Scottsdale, and I live near Earl Drive and Scottsdale Road. And there's a repair shop that's been down there for many years, and his his initials R R V. He's not on your list, I don't think, but I want to know if he's good to go to. Are you talking about Mike Vincent's, Vincent's yeah, Auto right. Repair? Yeah, he's not part of my group. Right. Um, and for, for personal reasons that, you know, I, I have no hard. I like Mike. Uh-huh. I like his son-in-law. I like his daughter. I like his shop. Yeah. I think he certainly is somebody that you should patronize if you live in that area. Good. He's not on my list. Good. But, but he'll come and get my car, see. No, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And you know what you ought to do is just say, uh, Mark Salem said he has a $50 off coupon that he's going to send me, so if it's okay with you, I don't want to pay my bill until I get the coupon and see him laugh. Okay. All righty? Hey, and you don't want to bet with him on golfing because he is really, really good. Okay. All righty? Thanks. And thank you. You betcha. Bron, you're up real quick. we got to be quick. 2000 Chevy Silverado, 160,000 miles. First thing in the morning when I started up, after about 10 seconds, it goes da 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 10 seconds later, it stops. Is that problematical? What uh, motor has it got in it? It's a V8 5.3. There is an O-ring in the oil system from the pump forward. There's an O-ring that oftentimes goes bad in that kind of mileage. I would suspect that what would be appropriate is someone to screw, take the oil pressure switch out, put a manual gauge in there, tape it to the windshield, and, and let you take their gauge for a couple of days, and you'll see a wild fluctuation in oil pressure, which will necessitate dropping the oil pan and replacing that O-ring and that connection. So that's that's my guess with all the information that I have. Anybody else, if you want to talk and continue the conversation, mark at marksalem.com is my email address, mark, M-A-R-K, at Mark Salem, Salem like the cigarette, S-A-L-E-M.com. And my website is MarkSalem.com. 
and has lots of car information, brake information, overheat information, all kinds of stuff. And the best car repair shops are listed, the transmission, the mechanical, the diesel, the paint and body shops that are on my list, they're all listed, and a couple shops that uh, aren't listed and, and why they're not listed and why they were removed from our shop list. And uh, there's uh, lots of FAQs and stuff like that. So that's all available at MarkSalem.com. Please drive safely. Please wear your seatbelt. And if somebody does something nice for you on the road, it's not uncommon. Just roll your window down, stick your arm out, and say thank you. That's what I do. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.